Thriving in divorce and beyond means not having to worry about the safety of your children when it comes to co-parenting. With alcohol abuse on the rise, many co-parents are turning to the system committed to providing proof, protection, and peace of mind. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. Soberlink's real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court-admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. Pull back the curtain on the mysteries of parenting time and trust the experts in remote alcohol monitoring technology to keep you informed and your kids safe and secure. Get an exclusive $50 off your device by emailing info at soberlink.com and mentioning Divorce and Beyond. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Well, you know, I think often when you're walking a path, it isn't until you look back that you understand all of the different experiences. And it's really, life is really the convergence of so many aspects of my life. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process. So listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I am Susan Guthrie, your host, and today I'm going to be talking to another one of my friends, which is always one of the best parts of having a podcast. I'm speaking with Story Jones, and Story has been a friend of mine for, gosh now, Story, a couple of years, I think, and one of the things that, I, I mean, besides loving Story and how just smart she is and dedicated to what she does... She's also brilliant in what she's created, Um, and she has created something called Detour Life, which uh, for those of you who listen all the time, you've heard me say it, you've heard me talk about it, you know it's one of my top recommendations for anyone who's going through a divorce. Uh, But what we wanted to do today, because I get so many questions about Detour Life, is to actually take a deep dive into what the program does so that you understand that and who better, obviously, to speak to than the woman who created it. But also, I think it's really important for you all to hear why she created it, uh, because that has a lot to do with how you might be feeling in the moment or where you're, what you're experiencing in the moment. So first, let me just say, welcome, Story, and thank you so much for being here with us today. Hello, Susan. Thanks. It's great to be with you. And this is, you know, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, and we've had some some ups and downs in trying to get things scheduled, but it's been, you know, you and I met, gosh, it's been a while now, and the minute I saw what you were doing with Detour Life, it was something that I immediately wanted to integrate into my divorce mediation practice, um, and at the time... 
uh, you you had created it. It was really created more for a litigation practice. Um, and we talked, and, and you've made various you know changes or uh, ch- um, uh, fine tuning to it. And it, now it's really a platform. I think that for family law practitioners of any kind or people going through any type of a family law matter, it's really perfect for everybody. So one, thank you so much for taking all that extra time and effort to, you know, sort of make it a a platform that works for everyone. Well, listen, technology, the building of technology has been a fascinating experience for me as well. And the fun that I have is working with people like you to make it better because you can have a vision. We had a very clear vision of the roadmap for Detour.life. But it's working with all the different practitioners from collaborative attorneys to mediators to, you know, litigators, financial experts to really understand their, their, their specific needs. So we have had fun responding to all those requests and building a better product. Well, and you really, I mean, you really have, and it's that listening, I think, and the fact that you've gotten input from pretty much every type of both divorce practitioner, but also the participants in divorce, the people who are going through it. And you also have your own backstory with divorce, which actually in large part led to your knowing that that something like detour life was critically needed. So I was thinking that that might be a great place for us to start because I always find that listeners um, can really connect with what we're talking about when they understand where the idea came from or where your concept came from. So would you mind telling us just a little bit about how you moved through the divorce process and why this all became so clear to you? Well, you know, I think often when you're walking a path, it isn't until you look back that you understand all of the different experiences. And it's really, Detroit.life is really the convergence of so many aspects of my life. My early career in my early 20s started out in brand strategy. So I was with a brand strategy firm in the San Francisco Bay Area. And that I was there 13 years. And that's really where I learned the power of brand and messaging and design. And also that innovation is only important. The importance of innovation isn't just for innovative sake or to be cool, but actually for the relevance of the day-to-day. So I really understood the discipline around that. And then um, I ended up uh, marrying a technology entrepreneur in the late 90s. And I was lucky enough and unlucky in some ways, but lucky enough to be at the beating heart of the economy, in the center of technology in the Bay Area, and really understood what was happening. It's when we were talking about the information highway. So then I entered um, my own divorce, which was... um, a very complicated um, uh, process. And all I can say about that is that it really challenged every fiber of my being in terms of my soul, (laughs) uh, logic, um, frankly, right versus wrong, um, really every aspect. And it was so profoundly devastating in every aspect. And I had an infant at the time that I then realized the passion that would actually be charting my my future, um, which was no one should go through what I went through. And if I had had, this is the key, Susan, if I had had 10 minutes, much less an hour with somebody under, um, educating me on marriage, because we're going to talk a lot today about divorce, but I actually think the problem with divorce is we don't understand marriage. And I know that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> 
and one I would love to contribute to. But it's when you don't understand the contract you've entered that then when you find yourself trying to unwind the contract, that you're quite surprised to learn of things that you wish you had known, and then you're into this process. So it was then going through that process that I decided this would, I would turn it into a divorce consultancy. So then I spent over a decade as a divorce consultant, working very closely with everybody going through divorce and all the practitioners, and really formed a deeper bond in understanding the experience for both. So that was really the birth of Detour.Life, was recognizing the pain points. Pain points is kind of a buzzword in technology build. That's really what technology is doing is trying to address pain points. So we address, and that's really uh, how we got started, was identifying pain points for clients and pain points for practitioners and trying to build a platform that would address both and really try to change the experience. And that's, and that's what you've done so beautifully. I mean, honestly, it's what makes Detour Life sort of well, one, it's a standalone. I don't think there's anything else out there that even comes close to doing all that it does. Um, but it also, it, as, as we said earlier, it works for both sides of the fence. If you're a practitioner, it will make your practice better. And if you are a person going through divorce, it will make your experience and your process of divorce better. But there's one thing that you do, did say that I think is important for people to understand is when you get married... Yes, hearts, flowers, romance, all of that, but you are creating a legal relationship That's under right. the law that has obligations and responsibilities that and that go along with that legal status. And all divorces is the unraveling of that legal status. And that's where the complication comes in, right? Because nobody tells you, unless you're doing a prenup, where you should be getting educated on what the legal you know, ramifications of a marital contract are. Uh, nobody really understands that when they go into the marital relationship. And then when they try to unravel it through the divorce process, it's, that's why it's such a big major overwhelm. There's so much law to understand because it is entirely a legal relationship in the divorce realm anyway. So let's talk a little bit, I mean, maybe just give people an understanding because we've talked about detour life. We've said detour life, dot life. What, how do you describe what detour dot life is? So detour dot life is a divorce management platform, which is the best description we can come up with to uh, identify it as a digital collaboration uh, platform where it, we, we always say we have two front doors. Again, as a brand expert and as a human being who went through divorce and as a good corporate citizen who understands how to run projects. I mean, part of my brand strategy work was running global brand projects with team members and pieces and really trying to oversee the seamless implementation of those projects. And so that experience also led me to bring a system to divorce. And the, the confusion for me when I went through divorce and then for dozen plus years working with clients is that we still, chaos is defined by disorder and confusion. And there isn't a single divorce client I've had, and I assume you've had, who doesn't complain about the chaos and the overwhelm. And so Detour.Life is meant to begin to solve that by doing a couple of things. We, very much like what you said, we are trying to deconstruct divorce and bring everything down and calm everybody to a calmer level so that they can start to tackle the pieces. 
So I always think it's interesting to pull the curtain back and really understand how the sausage is made. And one of the problems with divorce that nobody understands when they walk in the front door is the um, that it is a financial, it's a contract. And in order to unwind a contract, we have to do an analysis of all the components of the contract. So essentially, a consult is um, providing you with a checklist of all of the data and documents required. And that might not sound like such a big deal, but when you're in a you know five-year, 15-year, 35-year marriage, and you have to unearth every single detail around every asset and every debt and every source of income and every source of expense, it is overwhelming. And you're also plagued with all of the emotional issues with divorce. So we are trying to bring a system and some calm and process to that. So for a client, the experience is rather than paperwork and email. So what happens to further the behind the curtain, uh, you will be emailing your attorney hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of documents. And the experience on the lawyer side or the mediator or the financial expert is receiving email with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of PDFs and trying to open all of them and, and identify what they are and organize them and then have somebody print them out and highlight what you're spending you know, at Amazon and what you're spending at Whole Foods. And it is so exhaustive and expensive and confusing. So what Detour.life is, is a visual experience to guide you through step-by-step what information is required, but it makes it easy. It's painless. It's not as threatening. And because it's digital, you can do five minutes and come back an hour later and do more, or come back three days later and do more and continually update it. And for the practitioner side, they, again, we look at uh, lawyers as people too. So the paralegals, the experts, <laughs> it's an easy visual experience for them. I mean, let's face it, nobody likes Excel spreadsheets. And well, I know some people out there who actually love Excel, but when you're going through a divorce, it's a pretty difficult way to see what you have and, and frankly, to make decisions about the next steps. So it, uh, it, it helps you to provide all of the information and work with your attorney during a very long protracted process. Yeah. So first off, thank you for the attorneys or people too. Because um, <laughs> I do feel sometimes people forget that. Um, but but there's also, there's so much in, in what you're saying, because as a longtime family law practitioner, you have been at this for over 30 years. I remember the days where clients would walk into my, my physical office with boxes of paperwork that yeah. would be, just so people have an idea um, if they're, they're out there listening, I mean, it would be the last three years worth of bank statements for every bank account, savings account, retirement account, et cetera, that they both had. It would be their tax returns going back for a certain number of years, plus all of the supporting data that go with that. It would be, I mean, every deed for every home, every car title or lease, um, credit card statements going back for years for every credit card you have. Some people have a lot of those credit cards. And it would be this mass of paperwork 
Um, so just, just on that financial side, and that doesn't even go into then trying to go through all of that, as you said, to figure out what you're spending at Whole Foods and what your dry cleaning costs in a year and what the tree trimming is and what those incidental expenses that you forget you have um, once a year, like the furnace cleaning once a year servicing. All of that is for both sides of that fence, the clients in pulling it together and for the attorneys or practitioners on the other side going through it and understanding it and pulling it together into a format is is overwhelming all the way around. Um, It's an incredibly time-consuming task. And that, unfortunately, as you probably found out, I suspect, in your, wasn't your divorce about a seven-year? Yes. Yeah. So seven years, everyone, not a normal period of time. But part of it was probably that you had a complicated financial situation. Extremely complicated. And, and I think, I think that's the key is that divorce is, um, I think what we don't understand is it affects, it's a bomb that goes off in your life and it affects every single aspect of your life from when you're going to see your children to your retirement, to your ability to show up at work and, and to your friends, to, you know, a painting that you bought that you loved. I mean, it affects everything. And there is the problem with divorce for me, the industry of divorce is that we've lost some of the humanity of what our clients are actually going through. And it's funny when you start talking about all of that paperwork, you know, where we, and this is what's so interesting, Susan, when we talk about divorce and we, and we're in the business, right? We can talk right. about experts and the, you know, and what, what the technicalities of it and all of that. But what we're really talking about is the breakdown of the family. And I, and I know practitioners who say, I love helping families, but by loving helping families in an hour, they start drilling into all the details and they want all of this information and it's, we're working at cross purposes with each other. And so I think the exciting thing about technology is that it actually provides a little bit more of an ex, a visual experience to move us through at a pace at which we can handle. And when you see the information you need and it's more visual and the numbers make sense, then all of that overwhelm in your brain um, is presented in such a way where you can understand it. And that's the key is often we don't understand it because we can't because we're in this fight or flight mode. Oh, so, yeah. that's, so when I think about our platform, uh, it's really about um, pacing yourself, calm, a visual experience, providing the data, understanding the data, and then having a much more informed conversation with your practitioner and with your team about what the data represents. So and that and, and then making more informed um, uh, participation in, in uh, agreements. I know you'll, you'll agree with me that you've had so many clients over the years that the clients who show up a little bit more informed and a little bit more prepared are actually clients that have a better experience and they have a better outcome because they're able to participate. It's the ones who you know, are afraid and don't understand and don't trust and don't believe and can't understand an Excel spreadsheet where the process will go on and on and be more expensive and more complicated. And there is case fatigue with practitioners as well. And so a lot of what we're trying to do is we're really trying to bring humanity back and help clients. But we're really also looking at, at practitioners who are busy, who are overwhelmed with all the paperwork, 
who um, don't really enjoy uh, charging as much. They really honestly can't charge for all the time it really takes. And they still get yelled at for the amount of money it costs. And so we're trying to help them streamline and actually um, do what they like to do in a more effective way. I have an awful lot of lawyers say to me, I don't get to be a lawyer, you know, for eight hours a day. I'm a lawyer one hour a week. I'm just a paper pusher and I'm just helping clients get organized. I can't even get to the art of law and settlement strategy and, um, you know, what I love to do because of the process. So we're really trying to help both in, in that pursuit. And, and and do it so well. And I think one of the things that you just said echoes, I just recently had um, Kimberly Cook on, one of my colleagues here in Chicago, who is a top uh, divorce litigator and mediator. And we were talking about her top do's and don'ts to have a successful divorce mediation. And her number one tip for people, which happens to correspond to my number one tip, was prepare, prepare, prepare for your divorce mediation, for your meeting with your divorce attorney, for your sit down with your spouse to talk about it. Don't, you can't, people so often float through their divorce. It is overwhelming. There is so much information to grasp, understand, and pull together that very often they go into auto drive and just show up physically, but the comprehension of what they're talking about is not there. And the the thought process of, okay, I understand what we're talking about and I have a concept of where I'd like to see this go is very often missing. And part of that is just because it's so overwhelming and and to get a comprehensive view. And that's one thing that Detour Life does so beautifully um, is that it puts it into, as you've just referenced, a visual format. And for my listeners who don't know, one of my other areas of expertise is as an online mediation expert. And one of the reasons why I've always loved online mediation is because it's so visual, because it's on that screen and you're talking about digital technology that's on screen. And we process what we see, we comprehend what we see visually 60,000 times faster than what we audibly hear. So when you're trying to, when you're feeling overwhelmed in that fight or flight, and you're trying to take in this financial information or this comprehensive picture or make reasoned decisions, being able to see it set out simply and understandably, not necessarily on an Excel spreadsheet, is a gift for people because your poor, tired little brain is able to just take it in. And then when you do sit down with your mediator, your spouse, your attorney, your financial planner, or whomever, you're in a much better state to be able to discuss it with them and make decisions and move through your process. Um, and, And likewise, as you've pointed out for the practitioners, they are not looking at a box full of paperwork or an email or Dropbox links link with hundreds of pages of documents attached. And now one of the things I definitely want to get in here, because this is the number one thing that my clients tell me they love about Detour Life, is the ability to connect your financial accounts. Yes. So yeah. if, we, if you can just talk about that, because that is such a game changer in and of itself. Well, I agree with you. And, um, and also, I just want to say that um, I'm very much glass half full, and I've had a lot of adversity that you know, my coping mechanism was, how do I turn this into a positive? And I think divorce, if we can try to put this lens on it, is truly one of the most empowering life transitions out there. 
it forces you. We're, we're all afraid of money and we're afraid of scarcity. And in divorce, it, I don't care how many zeros you have, half is, you know, still half. And so um, what I like about what I try to I try very much to help clients uh, think about divorce as the single opportunity to do a deep dive and a full analysis on your spending and what, what's coming in, what's going out and planning uh, ahead and really understanding more about money. We really don't know where the money's going. And part of the visual presentation really helps couples reduce, we, we hope it helps the, reduce the adversity of this he's spending too much or she's spending too much or spending too much on the kids or whatever the nar- narrative is. Right. It really shows you where the money's going. Um, and this bank sync technology, which is really essential, is that in divorce, you'll get these forms that you fill out. And there may be 12 lines, right? How much do you spend on restaurants? How much do you spend um, on activities? How much do you spend on gifts, et cetera? Well, there are not enough act, um, categories and nobody has any idea. So all the numbers are made up in estimates. In divorce, what's really essential and what's gold is what we call primary source data, the actual spending, actual inflows and outflows. So with uh, Detour.Life, you can sync to any bank, any credit card, any credit union, and it will pull down primary source data, the actual transactions. And then we have taken that, and, and that technology exists in some banking software, we're the only ones who do it for divorce, and we've mapped the categories to the divorce forms. And like with m- many financial software um, uh, packages out there, you can then go in and change the category. So if we got it wrong, you can change it. But we've added this granular detail, which is really helpful. You can actually associate expenses with properties or, or assets. So then you can actually see, which is something often lost in the process, the carrying cost of a house or of a vacation condo or of um, something valuable to you so that you can, when you say just the cliche is somebody wants to keep the house, you can actually see that it costs 3000 a month to carry that house. So that's really helpful. We also, which I love is one of my favorite features, you can associate expenses with children. So if you have three children, we run a table of everything that's going out for each child each month, all those medical expenses, activities, sports, et cetera, tutors. And when you can see that X child is this much and X child is this much, it helps you, one, make really good decisions moving forward. It also helps, I think, reduce that anger and fear over child support because when you see where the dollars are going, I think it makes you feel better about paying it and it makes you um, feel, you know, when you're receiving it, that's where it's going. So we've added those kinds of um, other um, um, functionality to the bank sink, but it's really valuable and it's up to the minute. This is important for practitioners. Again, as I said in the beginning, building technology is all about pain points. So we sat down and we tried to identify all the pain points. And one of them is you're constantly chasing your client for the last month's bank statement. It drives you nuts because you have to update it. And this is the secret for clients too, is that you think, well, no big deal. I'll just email everything and I'm done, right? No, (laughs) they're going to be asking you for that over and over and over again. And you are going to have your hair on fire trying to update everything, which is why digital experience is so important. But for mediators, literally at 10 o'clock before the mediation, they can click transactions. It pulls down the most recent data and they can update it. 
So that is very uh, helpful to the process as well. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, Story Jones, the creator of the Detour Life platform. I, I've seen clients hang on so tightly to, to like the house, for example, and then end up in bankruptcy. And, you know, part of that, we have to have some um, understanding about the emotional connection to things. We, When we're going through divorce, you know, there's so much loss that we often attach to um, items, things, the house. If you are enjoying this episode, check out our special two-part episode with Laura Friedman-Williams, author of the instant bestseller hit, Available, because sometimes too much is just enough. Well, actually, the original title was, Is This Too Much? That was the original title that I had enjoyed writing, and I and I really liked that title. And the subtitle was 10 Men, 8 Months, A Journey, or a Memoir of Life After Marriage, something like that. And now we return to today's show. Yeah, that, that's the, the factor that so many clients have commented on to me when they have had the, the experience of collecting data themselves and then have switched to using detour.life and they realize that by essentially listeners, what you can do is connect your detour.life account to your, say you have a Chase suite of accounts at Chase Bank. You connect it to your Chase Bank accounts and the the data magically, (laughs) and and Story knows all the backstory on how this all works, but magically to me, it all just migrates over there and you you can pick a certain date. So for those of you who live in a state where date of separation is important for valuing things, you can put that date in and pull up what was in the accounts on that date and where, what, how money has been spent. And I think it's critical what you've just said here for people to understand story is that whether you're using detour.life or not, it is critical to understand the finances beyond just the values of everything, right? Everybody sort of gets that they need to know what the house is worth, how much the mortgage is, and they understand those things. But to understand, you called it granular data, which I think is really fabulous, you know, what it actually costs to run the marital household. I have people who walk through the door every day. I want that house. I will have that house. It is important to me to keep that house. And when you look at the finances at the end of the day, I had one woman who fought for three years because it was all about the house. And on the door of the courthouse, when we were going to trial over it, she turned to me and said, you know what? I think I've been wrong. I really can't afford this. I can't afford the house. Now that is something that her financial advisor and I had both been telling her, but it wasn't until she was able to absorb it after three years that she finally realized. And unfortunately, that cost her an awful lot of money over three years. So if just imagine if she'd had that data and that understanding early on in the process. I, I've seen clients hang on so tightly to, to like the house, for example, and then end up in bankruptcy. And, you know, part of that, we have to have some um, understanding about the emotional connection to things. We, When we're going through divorce, you know, there's so much loss that we often yeah. attach to um, items, things, 
the house, uh, you know, furniture, it sounds crazy. I mean, I've, we've all heard all the stories, but certain things have so much more meaning than the intrinsic financial value of it. And so the house is a tough one because uh, it represents so much more. But yes. again, I think a visual representation early on there. And again, this visual layout um, is so important because the other aspect of the house that people don't, the question that isn't identified until too late in the process is who's on title and who's on the mortgage. And often the person who's going to hold on to the house can't requalify or can't qualify for a new loan. So they actually can't buy the house out or take over the mortgage. So there are details like that that we try to display early on so that some of the realities can be addressed earlier in the process, again, to reduce some of the um, confusion and the chaos um, and hopefully get to a better result faster. That's really yeah. Well, that's a great point. And it's because it's not just under the granular data that you need to know isn't just the numbers behind the big numbers. It's exactly what you're talking about. You need to know who's on loans, how title is held. And that's another thing that the program makes easy is inputting all that, what I'll call more personal data um, and the supporting documents that go along. For example, a copy of the warranty deed for your home can be uploaded right into the, the documents portion of the program so that your practitioners have easy access to it. So say I, as the mediator, am wondering how the parties hold title to the home, I can just go look. It's right, you know, the document's there. Right. And that's another piece that I think bears um, discussing for your practitioners who are listening, because again, I've been in the beautiful conference rooms and then I've been back in the office, right? Which is where you see the paperwork teeming out of boxes and falling out of files. And the, the, the divorce requires so much paper, even in a technology world, it is the, the volume of paper is endless. Yes. And so, and you mentioned it earlier, but the piece of paper that is needed for every single asset and debt and income and expense is, is so hard to organize. And one of the things we've done, and I, I have a lawyer who actually emailed me last night and said, this has changed my life in managing my cases, is the fact that with one click, you're in uh, your case and all the documents are right there. But more importantly, they are tagged. So you can have a bank statement with seven different accounts linked to it. And you can tag it to each one of those accounts in the system so that when you're looking at this retirement account, you see the what you have to back it up. And if you're looking at this IRA, you see what's backing it up. And so that has really changed the day-to-day um, -day practitioner's experience of trying to piece everything together, see what they have, uh, and be able to be more efficient. I mean, all of this comes down to efficiency, and efficiency equals uh, time and it equals money. And that benefits mm -hmm. everybody involved. That's really uh, what this is about. Yeah, I mean, just the one thing that I've talked about in other episodes is how the discovery process or the fact gathering part of a divorce is often the most protracted portion of a divorce. And it can be one of the most expensive parts of the divorce. If you leave it to your attorney to go chase every document and every, you know, you're like, well, they're supposed to give it. They've got the ability to compel it. If you're able to pull it together, the more you can do yourselves as the parties and the faster you can do it, the much less contentious, expensive, and lengthy your divorce will be. Well, you know, the key 
is we have to slow down and we can no longer abdicate our divorce to the expert. The experts are there. I, I always say it's like building a house. If you have a contractor, you don't walk away and say, I'll see you in a year. Tell me when the house is done, right? Right. You are there working with them. You, this is a hired professional you're working with in order to build your house. Your lawyer is not someone who's going to go do it. It is really up to you to quarterback it. And that sounds daunting and it sounds scary because who understands law and nobody wants to deal with it. And, you know, but I think the days of just hiring an expensive lawyer and just handing it off to them are over. I think that there is a shift in our um, uh, outlook on being more involved and being uh, showing up more and using technology to be efficient and not spending the amount of money we were spending. And my advice to people starting their divorce is, this is, this is a huge life transition. It can't be done overnight. You can't rush it. You can't hand it off to somebody to do for you. And it's even true for mediation. You don't go, I think some people still think you go into mediation and that mediator is somehow going to magically do your divorce, right? Yeah. And so, but I know with all of your training, it's about preparation, 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 preparation. preparation. Yes. <laughs> it always comes back to that. So there's a lot more of a self-responsibility that we have to take on. And I know it's scary. It's awful, but it is you, to your, it's in your best interest and for your family to slow down, learn, get organized, find the tools that help you interview several experts, um, understand your choices. There, today, Susan, with all the people that have been divorced in the world, people still don't know how to get a divorce. People still don't even have, have never heard of collaborative, which is a very important a methodology that fits a lot of families. Mediation is really where everyone should certainly start. Um, and that, and litigation, everyone just assumes they're going to go to court when all of us in the industry are saying, don't go to court. <laughs> Last place you want to be. Just don't go to court. So I think there's a, a, a lot of what I'm trying to do in this industry is not just introduce technology, but really shift the thought process and the approach we take to this life transition. Right. Well, and you said, just said something, it helps you to show up. And that's what, you know, that's such a critical part, I think, out of all of this is it's helping you show up for your own process instead of abdicating the power in your case and in your life to someone else. And I've always said this, you know, because I get people all the time who are like, well, well, I just want a judge to decide. Like, it's too hard for me to decide what to do with my own life. I want this stranger in a black robe to tell me what I'm going to do with my money and my children. And if you think about that, right, there's a little bit of insanity in that. Well, I think often it's, I want the judge to punish him or punish yeah. him. I yeah. think that's what happens a lot. And that's the insanity part because often that person isn't the one who gets punished. You both get punished. You both lose. And I think we're still looking for somebody to validate our experience, for somebody to say, I am so sorry that you were in this terrible relationship and that you had to put up with this and let me reward you now for getting out of it. There's a part of us that we're still looking to be seen in what was a dysfunctional relationship. And that will not happen. But I also have to give a nod to those who are in relationship with personality disorders, because yes. often we will say, and I will say, and you will say, don't go to court, don't litigate, it's ridiculous, no one wins. But often there's one spouse who is forced into it because they have no choice, 
and the process just isn't supporting them to get out of a relationship with someone who will not compromise, who will not settle, and who is so uh, attached to winning in court that they don't have a choice. And in those situations, um, I think you need to seek a lot of help and support for personality disorders, because that's a real issue in the divorce industry as well. A hundred percent. And for true personality disorders, those are different cases, but not to say that you as the person uh, without who, who's dealing with a, a personality disordered um, spouse, you can't benefit by being educated, supported, and um, organized in the data that's being collected in your oh. understanding, right? So something like, yes, you may need litigation. You may need a judge to make decisions because you don't have a person who's capable of being reasonable on the other side, but you still benefit vastly even from, <laughs> exactly, thank you. You're right. You know, even more so um, by, by having that very firm grasp on the details and the understanding and the knowledge of the information. Um, So we're running very close to the end of time, but I wanna make sure we touch on the fact that it's not all just financial that Detour.life can help you with. You actually have a great deal of information and are educational in the realm of the parenting side of things. Um, So if you could just touch on that briefly, I wanna make sure people understand this is a holistic approach. Yes. I mean, divorce obviously um, contains case data. So we, we have a lot um, that supports all of the data about your family and the dates and history, all of the financials, of course. And then I'm a big proponent of the parenting plan. Now, again, there's always a percentage of cases, it's very small, but where you are going to be litigating custody and not entering into a parenting plan. But even high conflict families can work on parenting plans. And, and I also think it bears mentioning a lot of people can be in conflict and mediate as well. I think often we think that's only for Always. people who are working together. But I'm a big believer of a parenting plan. We have to have a long-term view of our children. And really what it is, it has two components to it. It has agreements and a schedule. And the agreement section can be quite lengthy because there are a lot of things that we have to agree on to co-parent or parallel parent, as the case may be. But it's everything from um, how we're going to manage, you know, um, interacting at school, introducing a new love interest, um, extended family, values that we place on certain religious um, traditions, et cetera. So it's a very important plan um, to create. So we have a tool that educates everybody as to what is a parenting plan and how do I think about it? How do I even write it? So we have sample language. You can customize it for your own family. We have categories that are pretty standard. You can add categories that are unique to you, but it's a really great way to educate. And again, before you meet with your spouse or you meet with a parenting plan expert, um, you have now been educated, maybe even drafted one of your own so that again, you can show up and um, participate and end up with a better outcome. So we do address that on, on the platform. We haven't built our scheduling tool yet. We're intending to. That's a really important aspect. I have my vision of what I want to build that's pretty complex. And so it's taking a little longer, but Detroit Life is expanding. We're going to go upstream, thinking about getting married and really educate there. Post-divorce is a wonderful thing about Detroit Life is all that data is there to manage all the post-divorce aspects of it. The work does not end when you enter into a settlement agreement. You actually, unfortunately, have a lot more to do. So that's coming as well. 
It's I, I, the the parenting plan section where you have the sample clauses and all of that. I find it super helpful for clients before we have the mediation session on parenting. I just tell them to go run through it. It gives them ideas of things that might be important for them to talk about, it, it, things they might not have thought about. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's a wonderful educational tool. And again, it doesn't have to be detour.life that gives you that education. But the, the point is getting an understanding exactly. what you're talking about and the issues that should be discussed or can be discussed. People just think it's a calendar sometimes. And parenting plans are so much more than that. Um, and can cover so much more. So Story, you know, thank you so much for, for joining us today and for, for creating a, a tool like this, a platform like this, that truly, I mean, I've, I call things game changers. This is, Detour.life is really a game changer. It, it has changed my approach and my client's approach to their mediation process, and it can do the same. And I want people to understand the the clients can go out and sign up for Detour Life and just use it, just one of them or both of them. And the practitioners can sign up and use it and then just give access to their clients. So it comes from both directions. Yeah. One of the things I've learned just briefly in this industry is every practitioner runs their business differently. There isn't really a standard way. And every client has a different type of divorce and different issues and different... Um, comfort level with technology and comfort level with money and all of it. So it's very flexible. It's great if you just want to use Detroit Life and your lawyer says, we use something else, we're not going to use that. It is a huge, hugely important tool for yourself to digitally manage everything that you need. And then you just export reports. And then we have lawyers using it who actually don't use it with their clients because their clients aren't tech savvy, and they, but they use it to manage all of the, de- the data. And then what I say is when the client is linked with their team member, it's just gold because then it's yeah. that way. So it's very- then it's like the, ah, because it all comes together. Exactly. So, exactly. so first I want people to know where do they find out more about Detour Life? How can they get Detour Life? So it's D-T-O-U-R, Detour.life. And we have, it's very clear, there are two sections. Um, uh, there's spouses and professionals. And I think it's a really informative site that really takes you through their videos on there to show you how it works. And um, professionals, everybody gets a free trial. Um, so they can sign up at detour.life. And you have a wonderful um, 20% off for people who are listening to this podcast. Yes. So I think the code is SUSAN20. Um, yes. You. So they just, uh, when they sign up, they'll go into their account and there's a coupon code field where they will enter Susan 20 and that will be automatic. Uh, uh, so 20% off, yay, <laughs> worth trying. And again, for practitioners or for the end user. And if people have questions for you or want to reach out to you, Story, what's the best way to do that? So they should email hello at dtour.life. And I will see every email, but that will help me organize the, the ones that are coming in from this podcast. But hello at detour.life. Well, that, and I, I can tell you all, Story gets right on those emails. I've sent her emails before, and almost before I hit send, she has responded to my emails. So definitely reach out to her. I'm going to have links to everything in the show notes. 
Um, and it's also on the Divorce in a Better Way website. And you can also find information on my Learn to Mediate Online uh, website because I love Detour Life that much. It's everywhere that I go. So Story, <laughs> thank you for, for joining me today. For all these tips, you know, I want everyone to understand these tips are not just for using the platform. This is information that you really can just take to heart. And even if you choose not to use the platform, this is gold information about how you can tackle that overwhelm. And I love this phrase that you say said, show up for your divorce. Yes, yes. I'm a big believer in this industry has to change. We have to change the experience for everyone involved. And it really does start with some some bit of showing up and uh, taking control of it. Well, detour.life will help you. Um, Story's advice will help you. So thank you again, Story. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.